Back a good uh, Continuing the breakfast and learn program Sunday morning over here. Parshas Vayera. So, uh, someone asked me the, if, the, if the topic this morning is going to be bris milah. So it actually isn't. So every year Vayera we do bris milah. Now, if any year we're going to do bris milah, it should be this year. It's Hashem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have uh, this, what? That's true. On the other hand, on the other hand, we don't want to use up all the bris milah tie. That's right. That's right. Uh, that is a Everyone's invited. This Friday morning to Baltimore. We have Bris in Baltimore. Everyone is welcome to come join. Uh, if anyone needs a ride, let me know. We're putting together a bus from Summerton. For, uh, what? I guess if there's enough of an interest, we'll make a bus. What? Train. Yeah, train. Um, but it's not going to be bad Bris Mila. Um, not going to be bad Bris Mila. Um, we're going to speak this morning actually about an interesting topic, a brief topic, but an interesting one. Something is quite pertinent, and we see it, we see it done, we see it not done, and is uh, you know something that deserves speaking it out, speaking it through, just to get a little bit of the uh, the the uh, background and, and the asides, a little bit of the parameters in something which is difficult a little bit to pin down. And it is something that is, if it's mentioned anywhere in the Torah, it's this week's parasha, and that's the topic of the, what we call the koishal bracha of benching. Benching on a cup. Benching on a cup of wine. So everybody knows there's a mitzvah to bench. You have a meal, you eat bread, you wash, now you bench when you're done. And we know that there's a lot of mitzvahs that are done on a kois. There's a lot of times that you say something and you're supposed to say it al hakois, on a cup. A lot of brachas that are said on a cup of wine. When 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 the chuppah, you make it on a kais. A bris milah is made on a kais. Pigeon ben is made with a cup of wine present. Kiddush, havdalah, you have to make on a cup of wine. Benching is another bracha. Benching is, is three, four brachas. Do the brachas of benching have to be made on a kais? Should they be made on a kais? Should they not be made on a kais? Is there an idea of making it on a cup of wine? So we've seen sometimes people bench on a cup of wine. Very often, most of the time, people don't bench on a cup of wine. So that's what we're going to be discussing this morning. What's the proper thing to do? What's the background? Where is this all coming from? And, and where is it? Uh, what does it have to do with Parshas Vayera? And Parshas Vayera is about, about Akedas um, Yitzchak and destroying Sadaim. No, what does it have to do with the Kaisha Bracha? So there is a very brief, fleeting mention of Kaisha Bracha in the beginning of the Parsha. And Rashi, Rashi, in the beginning of Vayera, um, it says that the Malachim, after they dined with Avram Avinu, uh, they had lunch with him, they had fleshiks, they had, uh, they, had, they had rolls, they had butter, Avram served them well. And then the Malachim inquire, Ayei Sar Ishtecha, where is Sarah your wife? Where is Sarah? Sarah was, was, was not around. Avram was serving his guests out, out in the... Uh, um, you know, on the, uh, the gazebo, wherever he was, they were lounging there under the tree, and Sarah was not around. <coughs> they said, where's Sarah, your wife? Why they want to know where Sarah was? So there's a, a few different pshat that Rashi brings down, but one pshat that Rashi brings down, very interestingly, says Rashi, they were asking where Sarah was, they wanted to send her the kaisha bracha so she should drink from the kaisha bracha. So first of all, you stop see from the, there's an idea to drink from the kosher bracha. There's an idea that you try to get your wife something from the kosher bracha. There's an idea of drinking from a, a kosher bracha, a cup that a bracha was set, was set on, that was used to say brachas on. There's an idea to drink from it, and that's why, at least in pre-COVID times, in pre-COVID times, everybody would always run to get the kosher bracha. And, you know, after a bris, after by the chuppah, you know, there used to be lines. There used to be lines of people who come after the chasen, after the chuppah, and... and uh, and take a little sip from the kaisha bracha. <clears throat> um, certainly, COVID uh, 
it uh, that took a hit during COVID times, like like uh, everything else. I think people are starting to get a little bit more emboldened with drinking from the kaisha bracha after the you know our ceremonies. But uh, people run to drink some kaisha bracha. It's brought down. If you bring, drink from the kaisha bracha, it's actually brought down. Not not just a not a chasidah shemaisa. It's brought down. If you drink from the kaisha bracha, you're misbarich. You're misbarich. The Gemara says. Gemara says if you drink from the kaisha bracha. You're misbarich, that, 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 that confers blessing upon you. You drink from a cup, the blessings were set on this cup. So, you know, whatever that means, whatever's going on in the, in, in the heavens, I don't know if that means that the, the wine absorbed the blessings, and now the blessings go from you, from the wine to you, probably not. That's probably not what it means. But, but you're drinking something, an item, an article that was elevated through brachas, and, 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 and that can have some effect on you. The people go out of the way to try drink from the kashbrach, the malachim. Had in their had present a kaisha bracha, they said to Avram, "Let's let's let's share this with Sarah. Let's share, let's share this with let's go share this with uh, with Sarah Imenu." And Avram says back, "Of course, what does Avram say back when they say what well, they want to share with Sarah Imenu?" Avram says back, "What do you mean Sarah Imenu? She's not your mother, right?" But anyway, so so Avram, so the Malachim want to send the kais to uh, Sarah, so she should be able to participate, partake, and 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 be gebetched. Okay, so there's an idea of. of um, Drink from the kaisha bracha, but there's an idea of a kaisha bracha. So, so this is a uh, Avram Vino. We know he would feed people, um, he would wine and dine them, and he would get them to bench. That's how he did kiruv. He did kiruv the original, the original, um, you know, the idea of being makar people with with chalant is not new, and that's what Avram did. Avram Vino was makar people through giving them uh, giving them a good lunch, give them food, bring them into his tent, take care of them. Um, satiate them, and when they were done, the Gemara tells us he would say, you know, don't thank me, thank the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. Hashem ultimately made all of us, ultimately he made all the food, he ultimately gave us the power to serve this food, thank Hashem. So he used the food as, as, as a medium to get people to recognize God, to thank God. So he benched, he benched with all his guests, they would bench together. And you see from Rashi, not only he benched with his guests, he benched on a kais, they had a kais bracha. They benched on a cup of wine. They, they, they said, Bir Chasamaz on a cup of wine. And afterwards, when they're done benching, the Malachim said, No, let's send the, the, the Kais Shabracha to Rachel Eitu Sarah. To Sarah. So, um, a few things that, uh, that I think that, that behooves us this morning in trying to just get a feel now for this, the topic of the Kais Shabracha. The first and foremost is, um, is, is, this, is this something that's Obligatory is not obligatory. I mean, it doesn't seem to be mandatory because generally we see that the, the prevailing custom is most people, when they bench, they don't bench on a cup of wine. When, even when they have a muzuman. Very often, even when they have 10 people present at their, at their table, the Shabbos table, the Yomtev table, most people are not benching on a kaisha bracha. <clears throat> so it would seem that it's not something that's, that's mandatory. Or is it? Are we doing the the the, the, the Island people don't bench on a kosher bracha? They're doing the right thing. Are they doing the right thing? Uh, they're doing the right thing. They're doing the wrong thing. Um, so what's the background over here? What what are what are what are what are, what are um, you know the uh, ins and outs over here? And and um, we have to understand, I guess, what what's the expl- explanation behind. The common practice and what we should really be doing. You know, sometimes we say, "Well, that's what everyone's doing." That means that's what we should do too. Sometimes we take more of an elitist, uh, a smug attitude. Well, that's what everyone's doing. They're all wrong. They're all wrong. We should be doing something else, right? So, so uh, this is a twofold question this morning. I think, <clears throat> what's the you know chat behind the, the minigah island? What everyone does and kind of neglecting kaisel bracha. We see it's generally neglected, and is that really the right thing to do? 
I think we're going to throw in a third question momentarily when we look at the Shulchan Aruch. So let, let's check out the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch actually rules on the matter. In the beginning of Kuf Pei Beis, the Shulchan Aruch weighs in on this, telling us, should we be benching on a cup? Should we not be benching on a cup? What should you be doing? So the Shulchan Aruch brings down no fewer than three different opinions over here. Three opinions on the matter. Says the Shulchan Aruch. Some say that when you bench, you're supposed to bench on a cup of wine, even if you're the only one there, even if you're benching alone. You took your lunch break, you had a peanut butter sandwich, you're benching now? Okay, take out the Kedem grape juice before you bench, because you have to bench on a cup of wine. Says, he brings down such an opinion, this is the opinion of Tysus. Tysus believes that even when you're benching alone, you bench on a Kaisha Bracha. Not only that, not only even a guy who benches alone benches on a kais, it's obligatory. Not only that, not only a yachid, an individual could bench on a kais, he's obligated to bench on a kais, and if he doesn't have any wine on hand, there's no wine around for him to, to bench on after he, to he finishes eating, but he knows that he'll be able to get a hold of wine in a half hour, an hour, he'll be able to, someone will bring him wine, he'll be able to get a hold of wine from a neighbor, he's supposed to delay his meal in order to procure that wine. You hear this? So this is a very, very stringent opinion over here. Now, we never heard of this, we never heard of this, uh, this opinion, who does this? Hey! A guy who benches alone, forget about him, Azumi. You bench alone, you have to bench on a cup of wine. And B, it's so, it's so um, um, imperative that one does that, that you delay your meal until you can come up with wine. If you know you're eventually going to come up with wine, delay your meal um, so in order that you can bench on that cup of wine. According to this, the Mechaber points out, two people eating, two, uh, you don't have a Mazumin, but you have two people, each one benches on their own kais. When is a Mazumin, someone's benching for everyone, so one cup of wine uh, uh, satisfies everyone obligation, everyone's obligation. But this opinion, that even an individual has an obligation to bench on a kais, comes out of super stringency, when having two out of three people is much worse than having, is, is, is far more obligating than having a full Mazumin. Two people requires two cups. Three people, you go back to one cup, two people, each guy has to have his own cup. The Yeshayim says the says the further. Some say that no. Only if you have a mezuman, that's when you have to bench on a cup. If you have a mezuman, this is the middle opinion. And if this is how we go, no, because the Mechaber said, It's clear in the Mechaber that if you have three people, benching requires a cup. It, you need to bench on a cup. And again, the same thing, that I, I, I'm not allowed to start my meal if, um, if I know that if I wait an hour, two hours, I'll be able to have wine to bench on. I have to delay my meal until I come up with that wine so I can bench on a cup. This is the second opinion, that three people, when they eat together, it's an obligation to bench on a cup of wine. And again, that would seem that we would hope that that's not the opinion we pass like, because if that's the case, then we certainly are guilty of not of violating this all the time. The Yeshem says the Mechaber, third opinion. Benching does not require a cup. Even if you have a Mizumin, even if there's three people laid together, benching does not require a Kaisho Bracha. It's not oblig- obligatory. It's not something that's mandatory. Not something that you're chayv to do. You don't have to bench on a cup. Even if there's three people, and yes, that's right. With this, we breathe a collective sigh of relief over here. Here's the mechaber bring down a third opinion that even if you have a mezuman, you're not chayiv to bench on a cup. 
But what does that mean you're not chayv to bench on a cup? Is there still an idea? Is it to have a cup? Is it ideal? Is it preferable? So it says the Ramah, that's where the Mechaber ends. The Ramah, explaining the Mechaber, says, now I said explaining. It could be that the Ramah is disagreeing with the Ramah. Could be he's explaining the, the, the. I'm sorry, explaining the Mechaber. Could be disagreeing, but but um, certainly building off of what the Mechaber just said, um, the Ramah says that even though this third opinion that the Mechaber, the, the, the Shulchan Aruch brings in, says you're not obligated to bench on the Kais, nevertheless, it's still the right thing to do. Mitzvah min amuvchar. It's better to bench on a kais. Mitzvah levar And that's it. That's the end of this halacha. So we have three opinions over here. And we'll, we'll combine the Ramon and the Mechaber to make them one opinion in the end. The three opinions are either benching needs to have a uh, You have to bench on a cup, even if you're, 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 you're benching alone. The second opinion is only when three people are benching, you bench on a cup, a kais bracha, a cup of wine. But it's still obligatory. You're still obligated to bench on that cup of wine when it is... When it is um, three people, but only, again, only when it's three. And finally, the last opinion is, no, there's never an obligation to bench on a kais, but it's the right thing to do. You should bench on a kais. You should make, a, you should make it into a uh, benching that's set on a kais, that's being set on a cup of wine. So what's the halacha? What's the halacha? So what are we supposed to do? It's interesting that usually... Usually when the Mechaber brings down multiple opinions, you know, and very often he will, he will um, kind of tell us who the, the, the halach is like, the, 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 you know, who, who he paskins like properly and which opinions are being brought down as, um, as a chumrah or as a kula. Um, who is going like as we say meikar hadin? We believe that the straight halacha follows, and which opinions are there? Like to you know, you should know. It's good to know about this opinion. If you want to take on an extra synergy, there's a good opinion to know about. See, here, the mechaber doesn't say straight out. Um, you know, the the halacha This opinion, the halacha is like that opinion. It doesn't tell us. But again, if we follow the the rules. That have been that have been given over to us, and, and how to like decipher, decode uh, how, how the, the mechaber structures things in halacha. Which opinions have more weight, and which opinions have less weight? And w- which opinions are the ones that um, that uh, he believes are are are, are more um, you know uh, are, are the ones that are the meikar hadin, the ones that, that that the straight halacha follows, and which ones are the stringencies and uh, or, or slash leniencies? It would seem. From the fact that the Mechaber brings down the most lenient opinion all the way at the end, and he, he names them all with Yeshar, some say, some say, some say, it seems that the Mechaber is telling us that we are not bound to the first two opinions, even though those are quite stringent, these two opinions, the first one being the most, um, the second one being you know, one level down. He, he terms them all as yesh there's such an opinion, there's such an opinion, there's such an opinion, and he brings down the last one last. It seems that the Mechaber believes you can rely on the final opinion. We can rely on the follow, final opinion and and um, that would mean, okay, just moving with that forward, moving forward with that, that would mean that when one benches, even with a Muslim, even if you have 10 people present, you're not obligated to have a cup of wine there. You're not obligated to give whoever does the zimun the cup of wine. 
But again, if we put the Ramah together with the Mechaber, say the Ramah is building on the Mechaber, it would mean, though, that it's still the right thing to do. It's Mitzvah and a Mufchar, it's the ideal. Ideally, you should try to provide a Kaisha Bracha, but you're not obligated, um, even when you have a Mazoman, three people, and you're not obligated, certainly when it's only one person. And that is more or less how we, how we relate to this Mechaber, that that's in Halacha, we don't view it as an uh, obligation when there's three people. And certainly when there's one, we don't see it as something that's obligatory. We don't see it as something that you're chayiv to do. But we do see it as something that's mitzvah or something that's, that's recommended, something that's the right thing to do. Now, so, so that, that's the first step, okay? So the first step is, yeah, so when we look out there on the street and we see that, that the general populace, the general public is not benching on a kosher bracha. Most people, when they make a mezuman, they're not getting the kiddush cup. They're not pouring a cup of wine. They're not giving the person leading the zimun a cup to bench on. It's because we, we feel that the, that the, that the proper halacha follows the third opinion, that it doesn't require a kosher. Benching doesn't require a kosher. It doesn't have to be done on a cup of wine. Taking that a step further, the uh, Ber Hetev brings this da- some, an idea then, which the Mishnah Buru uh, tell, refers to. The Mishnah Buru isn't quoted. The Mishnah Buru tells us you should check out what the Ber Hetev says. The Ber Hetev brings down from the Ariza, from the Mekubalim, that not only you're not chayv to bench on a cup when you're benching alone, you shouldn't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's dangerous. Dangerous. So after we learned this Mechaber together, we just saw an interesting, eye-opening idea. The Mechaber brings down an opinion, this is the opinion of Taisis and Psachim, that, that when I bench alone, I should bench, I'm chayv to bench on a kais. This is Taisis' opinion, that was the first opinion the Mechaber brings down. I, when I bench, I should bench on a kais bracha. Take a cup of wine, bench on it, and when I'm done, I make a bray priyagavim. That's the first opinion the Mechaber brings down. And again, the Mechaber is allowing us to rely on the final opinion, but he's not dismissing the first opinion, right? And it sounds like for the Mechaber, you want to bench on a Kaisha Bracha when you're benching alone, go for it. The, the Ber Hetev brings down the Narizal. Narizal Kosev Shayachet Lo Yivarach Alakais. Don't bench on a Kaisha Bracha. Don't bench on a Kaisha Bracha. And the Mechubam bring down that it's a, it's a dangerous thing to do. It's a dangerous thing to do. Very dangerous. So Yachid does not want to bench on a kosher. Don't do it. The, the Ramah, a little bit later in the same sif, the, 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 um, in the same sim, the Ramah says that if, if a person's going to, he's going to insist on benching on a cup when he's benching alone, definitely don't hold it. Don't hold it in your hand. Put it down on the table. Says the, the Ramah, um, those people who want to go with the first opinion of the, of, of the Shulchan Aruch and, and bench on a cup, even when they're benching alone, don't hold it, don't touch it, don't touch it. Keep it on the table. Keep the kais on the table. According to the Kabbalah, you definitely want to be mindful of this. So, so there's spooky things going on over here in the first opinion. Either don't do it, don't even think about it, definitely don't bench on the Kaisha Bracha, or even if you really insist on benching on a, a cup of wine when you're benching alone, for sure don't touch it. Keep it on the, on the table. Why is it the case, Rabbi? So why? Why Api Kabbalah? Why is it so dangerous to bench on a cup when you're benching alone? Why is it dangerous to hold it? Why is it, according to the Arizal, you don't even want it on the table? Why is it so dangerous according to Kabbalah? So we'll have to ask the Mekubalim. But till that point in time, we certainly have an Arizal telling us not to do it. We have the Ramah. The Ramah is also a Bavusta Mekubal, the Ramah wrote Svarim on Kabbalah, right? Uh, 
the Ramah, the Arizal are telling us, don't do it. So not only in Halach, we pass in like the third opinion, <clears throat> we're being told from the Ukubal, don't even think about benching on a cup when you're benching alone. It's just interesting to know, though, the way the Sogi plays the Savat, the Mechaber does bring down an opinion that, that a Yochid is chayv to bench on a cup, even one guy benching alone. So it's like from one extreme to the other, either you have an obligation to do it, or you have a, a sacred obligation not to do it. Definitely don't do it. Don't do it. Kabbalah is telling you not to do it. So again, we relate to this halacha that we don't start thinking about a kosher bracha until there's three people. Nobody nowadays, nobody benches as an individual on a kosher bracha. We don't do it. And don't even think about Rabbi Yisrael. Rizal is telling us not to do it. We have no reason to mess around with this. For us, the kosher bracha begins with three. But let's return to the questions at hand over here. We understand now why, well, sort of. We, see, we think we understand why the prevailing practice is not to bench on a cup, even with the Mazuman, because we pass in like the third opinion of the Mechaber, that it's not obligatory. But at the same time, the Ramaz says, Mitzvah you should do it. The Ramaz says, you should do it. You should bench on a kais. So why are we all blatantly ignoring the Ramaz? The Ramaz says, Mitzvah You know, who here at the table went, when they shafted their lulav and esrig, who went to the guy and said, I want the cheapest lulav and esrig you have? Who, when they, when, when, they, when they bought themselves a pair of tefillin, and they were shown a beautiful pair of tefillin, who said to the guy, you have anything cheaper? You have anything cheaper than that? Hanukkah candles, you know, I understand these are going to burn for an hour and a half, but I heard in the shir they only have to burn for an hour. You have something that only burns for an hour? Who does that? Does any of us do that? I hope not. You go up to Lula Vanessa again. You know, you have, you have something a little cheaper? I'm looking for something a little cheaper. Chaz Hashem, you know, we like to spend money on mitzvahs. We like to spend money on mitzvahs. We like to do things mitzvah and amuchar. And the Ramaz says it's a mitzvah and amuchar. It's prevalent, it's ideal. It's the choicest, most beautiful way of doing this mitzvah that when you have a mitzvah, it's a bench on a kais. So at the, on the one end, yeah, the Mechaber is saying it's not obligatory. On the other end, the Ramaz says it's a mitzvah and amuchar. Since when do we ignore doing mitzvahs in the choicest, most beautiful way possible? How come we, we still have a problem with the minigayim? How come nobody does it? Rare. It's rare to see it. And even people who do it aren't necessarily doing it consistently, religiously. They're not doing it, you know, benching every time they have a Muslim. I want to ask one more question also. I want to start another question at this point. And that is this whole idea that in Halakha we pass in that when you have a Muslim, you're not obligated to bench on a kais. It's not, you're not chiv, not to unakais, but it's the right thing to do. It's good to bench on a kais. Where do you find such a thing? It, out there, in every el- other aspect of halacha, there, there's, a, there's a, a stark dichotomy. Either this is a, a bracha that requires a kais, or it doesn't require a kais. Then there's no other place we have this middle ground where it doesn't need to be done on a kais, but it's nice to do it on a kais. Either you need it or it doesn't, like chuppah. You, you can't make birchas chasan and birchas ersin without a kais. You have to wait for a kais. It, it requires a kais. Bris Mila requires a kais. Pichin Ben requires a kais. The brachas, the, 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 the mitzvahs that are done on a kaisha bracha require a kais. Not that it's a nice thing to do. We hold up the, we hold up the ceremony until we can find a cup of wine. By benching, suddenly, it's, no. It doesn't require a cup. But you know what? If you want to do it, it's nice to do it on a cup. Where do you find that elsewhere? There's no other place you find that. A very strange thing. You know, maybe we should say Shemona Ezra on a kais. Start a new minute. Right? Make, make your Shemona Ezra on a kais. Right? So don't fill it up all the way to the tap, because it'll spill when you're, while you're shuckling, right? Say, but say it on kais. Say, birchas kriyashmala kais. Hamapil. Let's say, birchas hamapil before you go to sleep at night. Say it on a kais. Right? You have a hard time falling asleep. Here's the solution. Should be said a la kais. You don't have to, but it's a nice thing. There's a lot of brachas that we say, right? Asher yatsar. Make an asher yatsar a la kais. What's going on over here? You don't have to make an a la kais, but it's nice to make an a la kais. Where, where, where's, where's this coming from? Very strange kind of concept.
So let's just try to address those two issues one at a time. So in terms of the Minnega Oilam, so, so this, this the fact that we are falling short of this Ramah, that we don't keep the Ramah, that the Minnega Oilam is not to keep the Ramah. And it's funny because all other mitzvahs, we do try to go out of way to do it the nicest way possible. Suddenly, when it comes to benching al the Ramah says it's a mitzvah and a mufkar, it's the right way, it's the nicest way to do it, we ignore the Ramah. So the Archa Shulchan is already aware of this. The Archa Shulchan, Paisik going back 150 years, <clears throat> So he writes that the minigalim is no longer to mention a kais. He says, he says, people don't do it anymore. Why not? What happened to the Ramah? So says the Archa Shulchan, listen, times are tough. Wine is expensive. Most people can't afford a cup of wine every time they bench. You know, we're not living in, in, in unfortunately, not, we're not living in a state of opulence anymore. We're not living, you know, the good life. We're living a very oppressed life. It's hard. The Archa Shulchan is writing this, uh, writing this in Europe. Life is not easy over there. He says, over the centuries, when, when you know, Jews were like doing their very best to eke out an existence, and and uh, wine is expensive, they see a Ramah that says it's nice to bench on the kaisel. We really don't have a lot of extra money for 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 for, for wine for the kaisel bracha. That's why the minig became that uh, we stopped benching on a kais just because it's hard for us to afford wine every single time we bench. Well, you have a family, a whole bunch of bar mitzvah that you know they could have a mezuman two or three times a day. So every single time you're going to bench with a mezuman two or three times a day, you're going to bench on a kais. That's going to get very costly, says the Archa Shochan. You can't really afford that anymore. That's why this custom fell into into neglect and disrepair into a state of not being fulfilled <clears throat> because uh, just because uh, of the la- it was not became um, cost prohibitive that's the remark <clears throat> the remark goes on to say however one should still try to bench on a kais as the Ramah, I'm sorry, the Archa Shulchan, who's defending the practice of Klaiso, of not benching on a kais. The Archa Shulchan himself still writes, writes that someone should still strive to bench on a kais on Shabbos and Yom Tif. Says the Archa Shulchan, Shabbos and Yom Tif should try when you have a Mizuman to bench on a kais Shabracha. The Archa Shulchan says, um, and that's why, you know, you see sometimes people do. There are people that during the week they won't bench on a, 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 a cup, a Kiddush cup. A cup, a cup of wine on Shabbos and they have guests over and they have a mezum at the table on Shabbos they'll do it on Kaisho Bracha Yom Tov they'll do a Kaisho Bracha so you know before this morning Shir we would maybe look at such people and say ah I'm a Ratzim you know you, you, know, you, know, you know what the Ramah says the Ramah says she's always mentioned on Kaisho only on Shabbos only on Shabbos you remember the Ramah only on Yom Tov you remember the Ramah ah these Amaratzim. no it's an Archa Shulchan the Archa Shulchan says there's an Indian to bench on a Kaisho Bracha Dafka on Shabbos and Yom Tov why Davka? <coughs> Excuse me, on Shabbos and Yom Tov. So the ideas go, two ideas that go together with, with the previous idea. A, it's only Shabbos and Yom Tov becomes a little bit more affordable. You're only doing it once a week. And B, the Shabbos and Yom Tov, people are anyway, you know, spending more money on the meal. People have wine out on the table. People have grape juice out on the table. So, so the, the wine is, is there, is, is um, available and accessible anyway on, on, on Shabbos and Yom Tov. People are drinking wine. The Aruch HaShulchan writes that we don't, make a ben- we don't do it anymore because we don't drink wine anymore. In times of the Gemara, wine was their Pepsi Cola, was their Dr. Pepper. They drank wine by every meal. So, of course, you bench on a Kais in the times of the Gemara. It says, Aruch HaShulchan, we, what do we drink? I'm begging up a step now. He says, like, we don't bench on a Kais anymore because what do we drink? What do we drink with our meals, says Aruch HaShulchan? We drink water. We drink, that's what he writes. We drink water. And not only that, you know, European water, right? They're not talking about... Uh, um, Poland Spring, thank you. Poland Spring. We're not talking about Poland Spring and Getty. They drank this uh, your Peisha water. Um, that's all they had. But on Shabbos they had wine out. On Shabbos they had wine anyway. So it says the Archa Shulchan. 
there is an Indian, it would be, it's the correct thing, at least on Shabbos and Yom Tiv, to bench on a Kais. So we have an Archa Shulchan defending the practice of Jewry not benching on a Kais Shabracha during the week. The same defender, though, of this practice is telling us that on Shabbos and Yom Tov you should bench on a kais. I, we still see that the prevailing minigailam is not to bench on a kais even on Shabbos. And the people do it sometimes, but people don't do it religiously. They don't, don't do it consistently. They don't do it as, as a rule of thumb, even though the Ramah is telling us it's the ideal. And the Archashokhan is telling us, at least on Shabbos and Yom Tov, you should do the Ramah. You should fulfill the Ramah. So it's interesting that it's, it's uh, you know, we've quoted the Savior before. There's a Savior called Archas Rabbeinu. Um, all the minhagim of the stipler and the chaznish were collected by the gabai of the stipler who lived faithfully by his, uh, his rabbi, the stipler going um, um, for, for, for many, many years. And he recorded year after year after year all the practices that he saw by the stipler and everything that he heard about the chaznish. And he writes over that the stipler and the chaznish did not bench on a kais. Not during the week and not on Shabbos either, even when they had a Muslim. They did not bench on the Kais, not the Stipler, and not the Chaznish, even on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Even on Shabbos and Yom Tov. The Aruch HaShulchan writes, you should do it on Shabbos and Yom Tov. The Stipler and the Chaznish did not do it, and presumably, you know, then Shabbos and Yom Tov, you have, you have grape juice there in B'nai Brach, you have wine in B'nai Brach. The Aruch HaShulchan is telling us, Shabbos and Yom Tov, you should do it. They did not do it. Why not? So he doesn't write why they didn't do it, he just writes that they didn't do it. They, 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 they did not fulfill this Ramah, even on Shabbos and Yom Tov. So uh, what happened to the, again, what happened to the Aruch HaShulchan's distillation of the, of the Ramah? So Ramayisha Feinstein writes in a tshuva, an interesting idea, that what, what's compelling us to try to have a, a Kaisha Bracha on Shabbos and Yom Tov? Again, it's this Ramah who is telling us that the, the, um, the right way to bench is to do it on a Kais. That's the right way to do it. Um, that's the Psak Halacha of the Ramah. Says Ramayisha, the Aruch HaShulchan is correct in observing that, you know, from the Ramah's time and on, Kleisel stopped doing this. Kleisel stopped it. Says Ramayisha, fascinating idea. Once Kleisel stopped doing this, that became the established minig. The minig of Kleisel is not to bench on the Kais anymore. The minig is not to go with this Ramah. That's Ramayisha Feinstein's conclusion in Halacha, that once, you know, century upon century went by, generation after generation went not like the Ramah, the established minig now is, is, is not to do this. It's no longer for us. It's not called mitzvah and amufchar anymore. The minig element not fulfilling this, even though, yes, it was true, it's out of, because of impoverished circumstances. It was because they couldn't afford it. But once that became established as the minig, and anyway, the Ramah is not telling us it was a chiv. The Ramah never says it's a chiv. He's saying it's the right thing. It's the best way to do the mitzvah. The Kleisrael overrided that. For centuries, we no longer say anymore that's the best way of doing the mitzvah. That doesn't become the mitzvah and amufchar anymore. Um, in, in, a, in a way of uh, you know um, of hitter mitzvah even because the minig the minig is to is to um, not be concerned for this halach of benching on a kais now we could there's room to uh, maybe to be mafapal in this a little bit more How, what, what does that mean exactly that, that the minig um, overrided the Ramah, but that's where, where Ramayisha's, that's Ramayisha's conclusion, that since Kleisel stopped doing it for centuries, that be, the minig is not to be makman on the Kaisal Brach anymore. That means when you don't do it, you're not doing anything wrong. Without that Ramayisha, uh, we're doing something wrong, it seems, because the Ramah is telling us, bench the best way, I'm not benching the best way possible anymore. The minig is, is that we don't call that benching the best way anymore. We, we, don't, we don't say that I'm doing something wrong by not benching on a Kais. We could maybe spice that up a little bit, we, we said earlier that the Ramah may be Modifying the the the, the mechaber, maybe he's disagreeing with the mechaber, right? We mentioned such a thing. 
If you say that the Ramah is disagreeing with the Shulchan Aruch and the Shulchan Aruch holds that the third halacha is there's no idea, there's no, there's no, there's no uh, concept of benching on a kais. It could be the minute became to go with the mechaber, not with the Ramah. That, that would be a way of maybe making this Ramah a little bit uh, um, processing it. The, the Ramosha, in, 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 in a specific way, maybe what Ramosha is saying is the minute it became, it's only go with the Mechaber, not the Ramah. But whatever the, the approach is going to be in terms of how the minute overrides the Shulchan Aruch, this is what Ramosha writes, and this is the, the shot clearly where the stifle and the Chazish were coming from. Why the stifle and, and the Chazish not that long ago, just a generation ago in Bnei Brak, were not benching on a Kais routinely, even on Shabbos and Yom Even the they were not call, they were not fill up a Kais with someone, it's because the, the minute became not to do this Ramah. Minig became not to be concerned for it. Um, now, does that mean that someone who wants to bench on a kais is a weirdo? Does it mean that someone who wants to bench on a kais, you tell him on Shulik's Rebid, uh, you know, uh, the, the Minig is not to do it? No, certainly not. Certainly not. You're fulfilling the Ramah. Avada, you're still fulfilling the Ramah. The Minig was not to say that the Ramah is wrong. The minute was either to go with the mechaber over the mole. The minute was to say that look, once Klaisel stopped doing it, it's not something that addresses us as mitzvah in a mufchar. The same way other things address us as mitzvah in a mufchar. The minute became not to not to not to um, um, be makbid on it, but certainly someone that wants to fulfill kadosh um, He's doing a beautiful and holy thing. If you want to bench uh, when when you have a mezuman with fill up a kaisel bracha for someone, you're doing a beautiful thing. When you're benching alone, you don't want to do it. Again, you're messing around with powers beyond our comprehension. You're messing around with Kabbalah. When you're benching alone, don't bench on a Kaisha Bracha. But this is the, the, the Ramosha combined with the, with the, uh, the, um, the stipend and the Chaznish. There are others who disagree with the stipend and the Chaznish. There are others who <clears throat> say that, you know, maybe this is more apologetics than, than, than answers and say, look, it's true that Kleisel stopped doing it, but Kleisel, the Aruch HaShulchan writes that Kleisel stopped doing it because wine became unaffordable. And the Aruch HaShulchan himself says, do it on Shabbos. And why aren't we doing it? We should do it on Shabbos. We should even do it during the week. Because it, how much does it cost? Four ounces is all you need for a Kleisel Bracha. Four ounces of liquid. And you can do it on grape juice. How much does four ounces of Kedem grape juice cost? Well, inflation has spiked um, the prices of grape juice as well. So now it used to be before COVID, before... Um, before everything got messed up, it's not COVID only, right? It's the economy, the state of the economy. You could get a bottle, big bottle of grapes for like two ninety nine, maybe three and a half bucks. Now it's how much? What? Five or six dollars? Okay, but uh, it, you know, how many ounces come in that bottle? Forty eight ounces. It's a forty eight ounce bottle, sixty four ounce bottle. I don't know. I bought a ninety six ounce bottle for five bucks at Walmart. <laughs> ninety six ounce bottle. So we're talking about 24 Kaisa Shalbrach over there, right? For how many dollars? Five. Five dollars, you get 24 times you can bench, right? So there are those who maintain, listen, this is, this is uh, Rabbi Isai, um, we, we should be benching on a kais. We, we, we don't have a good reason not to bench on a kais. We should be machzir the atar liyoshna. There those who, who do make a pitch for benching on the kais bracha, and they're not, they're not, they're not um, content. They're not happy. Not, 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 not very happy um, with the practices of the chaznish and the stipler and and, and Ramosha's defense. They say no. Listen, we, we are in a place where we can afford it. We should, we should be doing this minute. We have the, the remote telling us, Mitzvah they, Minamufchar. They, they're not so convinced of this argument that the minute became not to be Makbar on it. That's on the other side of the arena over there. 
So there are those who try to go out of their way always to have a kosher bracha. If you're going to be from that camp, again, there's two ways of doing it. You can go with the Archa Shulchan. The Archa Shulchan is telling you, if you want to bench on the Kais, Shabbos and Yom Tov, you should do Shabbos and Yom Tov. But Lamaisa, if you're going to be benching on Shabbos and Yom Tov with the Kais, because the Archa Shulchan's argument that we have wine on the table anyway, really, you could take that a step further and say, well, you know, the Matthias says, we have grape juice in the fridge all week long. Maybe we should be benching on a Kais all week long. Um, once we're saying that our Matthias has changed, you know, it's hard to get to this place where you're going to be religiously makbed only on Shabbos, but not religiously makbed during the week. That's kind of hard to defend. Everybody with me? To base ourselves on the Archa Shulchan is hard to do that. Because Archa Shulchan is only telling us to be religiously makbed on Shabbos, but not during the week, because we can't afford wine, but on Shabbos we have that anyway. So someone's going to be religiously makbed on it, really, because our circumstances have changed, and we have grape juice, which is very affordable, he really should be doing all week long. Um, Alternatively, if someone wants to go to the Minigaylam again, he has Rabbi backing himself up, the Stipler and the Chaznish, who are recorded as, as they, they even on Shabbos Yom Tov, did not bench on a Kais. Um, that's the, 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 in terms of the ins and outs of uh, what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. In terms of the question we threw out earlier of benching, why, why exactly, what did benching do? The benching earned this place is different than every other Kaisha Bracha. Every other Kaisha Bracha, you have to do this. Pigeon bed, Brismila, Chupa. The Hagodah Pesach has to be said on a Kaisha Bracha. All the other Brachas, Shemun Ezrei, Asher Yatzar, we never say on a Kaisha Bracha. Benching is this middle ground. You don't have to do it, but it's a nicer thing to do it. Mitzvah Menuchar. Vasabas, where's that coming from? So I didn't have time, Rabbi Saib. We had a big simcha over Shabbos, Baruch Hashem. A lot of traveling, Erev Shabbos, Maizah Shabbos. I didn't have a lot of time to do tons of research into this. So, so this has such an idea of having a Gishmaka question without too much research. But in the meantime, I'll throw out a Machshava. Whatever the lump this is, the lump this will have to do more research on what the lump this is. But a, a, a precedent, we have a precedent. I believe we have a precedent as to why benching is different. Manishtana, why did benching become different than everything else? That benching doesn't need a kais, but you could do a kais anyway. Where, where it made benching different? I believe the muckers from, from this week's parasha from Vayera itself. In Vayera, we started off with, where, what's the original kaisha bracha? The malach, and when they benched with Avramvinu, they sent the kaisha bracha to Sarah. They sent it to Sarah. What kind of kaisha bracha was this? We're talking about Avram, who... Apparently, again, if we're, not, we're going to ignore the the, um, the first opinion of the Mechaber because the Mekubam tells to ignore it. In fact, I forgot the Arizal, the full of the Arizal, the way, when he brings them, the Arizal is quoting a Zoya. The Zoya says, never, ever, ever bench on a Kais. So we're, we're, we're going to not go with the first opinion. We're going to go with the, the second and third opinion. Avram Vino definitely knows about the Zoya also. Avram Vino definitely is not benching on a Kais alone. We go with the second and third opinion. So Avram Vino benched on and it says that the Malachim were the ones that brought the Kais to Sarah. Presumably, he made him a Zoman with, 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 with the Malachim, right? We're talking about people that are not obligated in, in, in benching. There's no chiv birchas amazon over here. There's no chiv zimun over here. If there's no chiv zimun. There's no chiv benching. You can't say that um, the, the kaisal bracha is something that is 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 obligatory, is mandatory. It can't be any more obligatory than the benching itself. And yet, if Avram is making a mazuman, even though he's not chayiv to, it's clear that benching is something that can be done on a kaisal bracha even when it's not obligatory, because this was not even an obligatory benching. So here's our precedent that benching is something that somehow doesn't need a kosher bracha, but it can be makabal a kosher bracha. The concept of the kosher bracha exists by benching, even in a non-obligatory way. The, the, the precedent is from, from Avram and the Malachim itself. That's where you find this precedent that a kosher bracha works. It's toifus. It can 
be said to be done on a kais, even though it doesn't need a kais. What the lamdus is, is uh, we'll have to work that out. Mirz Hashem, another point in time that, that opens up fascinating vistas and horizons to explore the lamdus. I think, I think you see the mucker for the, uh, the concept of something that, that, that can receive a kaisha bracha, even without needing a kaisha bracha. You see the mamish from Avramin and the Malachim. Thank you all for joining. We should share tons of simchas together, Rabbi Say.